think they got the answers, I change the questions. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Are you chewing gum? Hey everybody, my name is Adam and welcome back to Almost Sideways, a place for movie conversations. Today's conversation is part two of our Edgar Wright journey, our journey with Edgar Wright, and this is Shaun of the Dead. Let's roll the intro. Start with Launchpad McQuack. Uh, that's not the actual title of this. As I said, my name is Adam, and this is the place for movie conversation. Today's conversation is with a special guest, and that is Loretto of the Suit Up Geeks podcast. How are you doing, my friend? Doing quite well on this nippy California morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm trying to stay, survive that uh, this Washington heat, which is a weird uh, phrase to say, but we're surviving. Uh, speaking of surviving, a zombie apocalypse, that is. We're talking about Shaun of the Dead today. In the think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh. Oh. Have you ever felt that you're turning into Something in the world. a zombie? Maybe you're not alone. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes and avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl, Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. Do something! Right there. Uh, hold it there. I'm coming! Oh. Here they come! Shaun! Dibba 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 this with Edgar Wright, and one of your favorite Edgar Wright films. Uh, what are some? Why is this your favorite Edgar Wright movie? I just feel like it balances like all almost every single thing that Edgar Wright does well. The the details, the writing. The score, the editing, the the quick cuts, and like matching the the action with the music, which is something he did like in Baby Driver and like Scott Pilgrim, and it's just it's funny and it's it's the terror the the horror aspects are actually really strong as well, and I just love the the mashup of the genre. I think the poster that that got me before I saw the film it was a romantic comedy with zombies. With zombies. <laughs> yeah, with like an ellipsis. Yeah, I think this is uh no, I, mean, I think that's a different poster, but. But yeah, I love that romantic zombie or romantic comedy with zombies. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just it's, I feel like it captures everything he does well. It's it's just every everything in uh all of the above. <laughs> yeah, 
it's uh, one of those movies that is completely rewatchable, and it, you don't even have to be a fan of the zombie movies per se. I don't think because it's just because there's more to it than just a zombie apocalypse movie. There's that that love triangle or not triangle, but the romantic comedy side of things. There's a love story there. There's good comedic elements, and it's just a, it's a fun time overall. Uh, do you remember the like one of the first times you watched this movie, and what was your initial reactions to it? I was floored. Uh, I actually was lucky enough to see it in the theaters when it had a small theatrical run. And yeah. um, I I was literally, I wanted to jump out of my seat and like applaud. It was, I had that much fun. I wanted to watch it again. Um, like you said, it's just endlessly like, you know, quotable. It's just so fun with the situation that you get put in. Uh, whether it's comedic or horror, he plays on both. Like, you know, when their first time they get attacked, <laughs> they figure out like, oh, we could use the records to hit him. And then they have this, this side which records they want to throw and there are certain ones they kept it's like you guys are about to die and that's what you guys are doing yeah <laughs> that's the first record i ever bought <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i i love how edgar wright does something with his movies every single time where he sets up certain gags and he's, he might set it up earlier on in the movie and then pays off later and i think a lot of that uh is that he does pull off brilliantly in this film you know, with, with the roommate to the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that tra opening tracking shot where he's walking to the store, just going to give himself a, a beverage and uh, something else to eat, I think. And just walking up and you see all the people doing going about their daily lives. But guess what? He sets another shot exactly the same way. But now it's completely it's the next day and it's a zombie apocalypse basically taking over. So everything's completely different. And Sean is such an oblivious character in that moment that he doesn't recognize that things are bad. <laughs> even when he opens up to get like the little carton of milk or whatever, there's a big old bloody hand for it. Doesn't even notice it. He's like, he just puts the money on the, the counter and uh, it's it's awesome. It's a scene like you, as a, a viewer, you're picking up on these things where the character hasn't even done. I love when movies do that at times because it, it clicked with you, but like, wait till the, the uh, character itself finds out. Stuff's about to go down. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I actually love that you brought that up. That it's, and it's um both takes are one shot. Yeah, one, that's the what makes it even better. And so Edgar Wright and his uh, cinematographer are just following Simon Pegg, and uh, the way it's set up is beautiful. And it's 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 literally mirrored. Um, it's just <laughs> one's chaos and the other is normal mundane life, you know. So yeah, it's perfect. Uh, perfect little uh, symmetry in the film too, and it's just, uh, completely it's different, but it's also the same. It, it, that's one thing what I really love. Edgar Wright can not just tell a story, have great comedic elements, add great editing to it, but also has an amazing cinematographer right alongside him too, to capture the moments that's in this inside of his head. And um, as we mentioned with Hot Fuzz, Simon Pegg is at the forefront of this movie and the, the aforementioned Hot Fuzz movie. Um, one of the characters I can't imagine anybody else playing is Simon Pegg in this film. Uh, is, is Sean's character. I think Sean is uh, probably my favorite character in this movie, and it's pretty easy because uh, Simon Pegg's electric in it. He uh, He's a very uh, kind of stagnant individual, but also one of those ones that he kind of breaks that uh, being static to becoming a hero of his own story, which is uh, awesome to see him do that. Uh, so what are, what's a performance in here that if you took out, would, would the movie wouldn't feel the same to you? Is it Simon Pegg or is it a different character? 100% it's Simon Pegg and the thing with him is you know I think audiences always love an underdog but yeah. more so they love like a 
a lovable oak, you know, like <laughs> I didn't pick, honestly, he's kind of like a down in his dumps, kind of just, you know, bottom of the barrel kind of character. Like he should be doing better with his life. He should be doing better with his girlfriend, but he's not, he's lazy. He does. He's just stuck being a supervisor, like supervising like teenagers, making fun of him. And he's like, you know, I'm not that old. I'm 29. And then like the 17 year old's like, okay, well, you're going to do something with your life. When? You know? <laughs> yeah. When are you going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, like what, when are you gonna do? <laughs> and like that look of like Sean's face, like shit, my life sucks. Sucks, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just um, yeah, he he he's he's funny, he's charming, but like like I was saying, like he's also kind of just like someone you can root for, but at the same time, you could also look kind. Of, it's kind of frustrating how you know why didn't you just make a reservation with Liz? Like you, yeah. you couldn't do that. You couldn't pick up the phone and make a reservation that you know earlier. So yeah, uh, you bring up the uh, little the Best Buy Circuit City knockoff, like discount store that he works at, um, the technical uh, store that he works at. And I love it. Those teenagers, like they're on their phone, clearly disrespecting the hell out of the guy, disrespecting, like on the phone, like, oh yeah, this was a personal call. He's like, no personal calls at work. And then all of a sudden a phone comes in. It's like, it's Liz. <laughs> We're He's That's like, right. uh, it was a person from corporate. It's not, it wasn't that person. <laughs> he totally uh, tries to under undersell what was on the phone call. I, I love the little gags they set up here and, Obviously, the red on you joke where the, his pin leaks on his chest that gets played back later, as well. Uh, yeah, Simon. If Simon Pegg wasn't on this movie, it, it would completely be different. And uh, it's crazy. I'm, I'm rewatching Band of Brothers. I'm watching Band of Brothers for the first time. He actually makes a small appearance in that that show, and, and that was from 2001. He's like, wow, Simon Pegg. It blew up. A lot of people blew up from Band of Brothers. I don't know if you've seen the show, but there's so many big actors in there. But Simon Pegg was in it, and. It's crazy to see how his career has kind of skyrocketed into these goofy comedies. Um, let's see, what's uh, out of this movie? What's like the worst performance that you you have to go with? Like the performance, like ah, I didn't really care for that. Everything else was fine. This is a little tough. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it the worst performance, but I mean, I think I just can't help but be annoyed every time David talks. Oh, yeah. But that's, see, that's I feel like he was written that way, but he is just such a thorn in everyone's side. Like he's. Yeah. He's always just like sucking up to Liz and like dumping on Sean. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't care for his character, but I think that's also a testament to the way he was written. So yeah. Yeah. Dave, good old David. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I think also if I had a, but I hate, I talked about this on another review. We didn't, I hate dumping on kids and old people. So I think the mom is not really, it's like, mom was like, ah, I get the mom character. She's being a sweet, a little old lady, but it was like, yeah, I'd rather see maybe David, but, I think David, I think after hearing what you said, I think David might be the worst just because maybe he's written that way. So uh, let's see. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Who would Nicholas Cage play, play in this movie? Oh, man. To my point, I think Nicholas Cage could have done a better David. Oh, there uh, we go. <laughs> kind of just like that weird, like, side character, the roommate of Liz, that's just like kind of low key obsessed with her and doesn't. Um, I think that'd be fun. Um, yeah, like a '90s, like early '90s, late '80s version, like a younger version of the uh, Nicolas Cage, and he could play like just play the, do the same exact things that he's doing, but just play it a little better. I, I, I can see. It. I can definitely see that. I think the line delivery would just be way better. Like, <laughs> I agree. I, I would love to see Nicolas Cage just pop up as a zombie too, just like. Just randomly like, oh, there's a Nick Cage zombie right there with his bad hair and <laughs> kind of like Brad Pitt in a, I think it was a Deadpool too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Brad Pitt just just <laughs> randomly appears in this little short little uh, short little scene. Uh, if I had to pick 
some I, I cannot can also see Nicolas Cage like today's version of Nicolas Cage playing uh his stepdad too uh, Sean's stepdad uh, Bill Nye's character in this one uh, yeah, I can see him being a complete dick like just yeah that's a good choice yeah. yeah I can see I can see that Bill Nye is great in this movie too we haven't even talked about him yet but and he's a uh, it's weird to see the total different performances where he's like this really mean jerk with a heart has a hard outer shell but maybe he really does care about Sean quite a bit, even more than Sean realizes it. And uh, then you can see him in hot fuzz where he's like this, this little police chief. And he has like really funny lines and uh, the opening of that movie. Uh, let's see uh, the best scene in the movie. What's one of your favorite scenes? Oh, 100%. It's when they're locked up in the Winchester and they just realize, like, Oh, you know what? The zombies know we're here. We're in trouble. And then the barkeep, shows up inside yeah and while they decide to attack him with pull sticks queen starts playing <laughs> yeah great scene and it's just brilliant it's just a brilliant balance of like oh shit like this is actually kind of scary but this is also funny because queen is playing in the background while they're fighting for their lives and they're like hitting him on beat it's like yeah. doosh, doosh, with the with the pull sticks and then i just i love how simon pegg's like oh, turn the queen off you know <laughs> yeah, turn the queen off yeah Kill the queen. <laughs> it's it's perfect Edgar Wright editing with the music. Perfect music choice. Every time I hear that song now, because of this movie, I have to go. I have to dance to the music. That's like the mom and the other girl did. It's like, I have to do it. It's just have how it is. My daughter also really loved Queen because of this movie too. Like she she hears that little sign. She's like, I love play play the Sean song, Dad. It's it's great. So yeah, she she loves that song. Um, one of my favorite sequences in the movie. I I, I mentioned the opening, the two tracking shots. Those are. Uh, awesome but i'm gonna go with that that when they first encounter the zombies when they're going through the records it's, it's such a little funny moment there i i really enjoy that uh that's little sequence it's not the most uh, craziest actually it's not maybe some of the best comic but it's funny i can definitely see me, myself going through my like oh what cds do i want to get rid of oh, they'll get rid of this one get rid of that one uh and try to kill these zombies and and i love it when too when the, the one girl falls on sean he's like freeze and he's taking a picture of them with the zombie on top yeah. of them yeah nick frost's character uh yeah uh, I, I love that little sequence i also really like when they're they're walking through that all the, their team is walking and they encounter the actual uh, opposite versions of them so it's like all the friends were all the same people uh addressed I mean, exactly almost the same. have the same clothes almost <laughs> yeah exactly it's like exactly the same people basically i think that's another little quick uh funny little moment too uh, I, I really, I really like. Also, so. I didn't catch this the first time I saw it, and I actually just noticed it last night. Martin Freeman is Simon Pegg's doppelganger. Oh wow, jeez, yeah, I forgot about that. Is yeah, that no, if you ever watch it again, it's like, and he doesn't say anything, but he's right there, and I'm like, oh shit, like, yeah, Martin Freeman. There we go. That's I think another thing I love about Edgar Wright movies. They always have the same actors pop up in them. It seems like there's a lot, a lot of them like that. So I, I like that. It's great. Um, uh, how about the uh, biggest douchebag movie? We always do that on this on this show. Uh, who's the biggest douchebag movie? I think we kind of alluded to who it is. Actually, I have a hot take. Oh, here we go. Ed. Ed's a freaking asshole. And like some of like the the worst situations they're put in is because of Ed. Like yeah. when they're trying to get into the Winchester, some guy calls him to pick up weed, and he answers it and like talks as if they're not getting chased by zombies. And then actually, what gets the zombies to get um, aware of the the front of the the bar, he plays that video game. The it's like a pinball ah, machine or something like that, man. and he starts it up, and they're like, "No!" 
<laughs> yeah. That's a great freaking call. Yeah, I, I was thinking more of like David's kind of that guy. I'm like, ah, I wouldn't want it. But you're absolutely right with Ed. I, yeah, it's he's I, an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot. Yeah, I, I, I like that call. I, yeah, I'm gonna flip mine to uh, Ed here. Yeah, Ed is a great. Uh, but Nick Frost brings something a like not maybe not a likability, but just plays that role brilliantly in that role. And it's just like this lazy guy who's a, just a complete idiot who's clueless and is all about himself in that too that little situation. So yeah, Ed is a fantastic call here. You know, also there's a really funny moment where um, they're on the way to the Winchester and Sean's getting attacked, and Ed's on his cell phone. You can actually see him in frame like this. And then <laughs> afterwards, like Sean's like, please. Come like help chip in anytime, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This that's great. Uh, how about the best minor character in the movie? I'm gonna let's see. Thinking about that, the the gun, the Winchester itself, the actual gun. <laughs> nice. Uh, the Winchester bar itself. The location is a great little character piece in this one. Uh, but if I had to. Uh, pick anything. I think I'm going to go with Bill Nye Zombie. The, the dad, when he turns into a zombie, he has enough wherewithal to realize that the music is too damn loud and he needs <laughs> to turn that shit down. Like he's like, nope, uh, I might I might be mean, but I'm turning this music off right there. But he has you the know, emotional. I'm yeah. Go no, ahead. he's great. Bill Nye is great. And it's like, that's, that's, that's what I mean is like with Edgar Wright, like you go into this thinking horror comedy, but. That scene with him and Sean in the car is actually like really heartfelt. Yeah. And it kind of like tugged on my heartstrings a little bit, you know, like the, the father son dynamic. And he was just like, I've always loved you, Sean. You know, he's like bleeding from the neck. <laughs> neck yeah. And it's just like, oh, you know, and he like they, uh, Simon hated him forever, right? Um, that's, that's a great choice, actually. So yeah. I think I would choose, I can't recall the, the actress's name, but I would choose David's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like a failed actress. And like, she has like these quirky little like, like comments and like snarky little things she says that's just kind of memorable for me especially like i liked how when they were impersonating the zombies she was like their acting coach <laughs> and she was like, okay so so notice notice he's limp and you know so let's get loose and then notice the, the facial expression it's like sad and you know like she was like analyzing the zombie like like as of it like she's acting <laughs> yeah that's a good call too i yeah that yeah. one of the characters that you kind of don't remember right away when you're watching like yeah that that character is pretty funny, actually. Let's see some little yeah, she's good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what other? Uh, what was my next question? Go with that. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, what are some other like really funny things you want to touch before we wrap up here? Um, I think the thing with Edgar Wright is like the devil's in the details. Like details, details, details. And Shaun of the Dead is obviously a play on Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. um, the store that Shaun works at is Foray Foray Elect Electrics. Oh, wow. And the lead of Dawn of the Dead was Ken Foray. Oh, um, wow. Never yeah. that up. Yeah, never. Like, like up. It's just amazing. Little details like that. And um, I also wanted to shout out that flash, well, not flashback, but the the plan of, of Sean's plan where they go through the different ways. Like, all right, we're going to go to my mom's house, kill Philip, go to Liz's, have a cup of tea and wait for this to blow over. And then like uh, Ed's like, wait, no, we can't do that because you know, we have to go here. And then like, they, they do the same thing with like, the quick editing. And it's just like stuff like that is just so like iconic to me in terms of watching this film. Like, and yeah. then eventually they end up like, okay, we're going to hold up at the Winchester, have a pint and wait for this to blow over. And it's just like, he kept changing the ending of the, of the plan. And yeah. I just thought that was so fun, you know? So, yeah, 
that's uh that's yeah th those little little devil of the detail things are what Edgar Wright's known for, and I think he it's on full display here. I think this is one of his first movies that he actually did too, like his first mainstream movie anyway that he did. And it's just so amazing that he was like he was like this is this is my style, love it or hate it, you're gonna love it, I know. But still, he just put everything out there, and it's it's paid off. It's one of it's a great great movie that. I've probably seen this the most of any Edgar Wright movie. It, I think it's up there. One of one of my favorite movies uh, from his, uh, his filmography. And uh, who would be the biggest MVP, like the most valuable player for this movie? Is it Edgar Wright or is it somebody else? You know what? I think I think I would make it Edgar Wright. I think his fingerprints are all over this film. Like I think in lesser hands, this could be a forgettable B movie. Yeah. And I think he elevates the material like times 10 i mean he actually wrote and directed it so he's elevating his own material but i just think that um it he showcased what he could do here and i think because of this film his career took off i mean i don't yeah. know if we'd be talking about him if it wasn't for Shaun of the dead so yeah that is true the um i, I think if i would have to pick something it would be either edgar wright or even the person editing this movie too i'm not i, I should have pulled up his name but uh a person's name but i think perfect editing with the quick cuts that what we were talking about earlier with all those little iconic little quick moments that he does with also putting the music at the perfect mo notes as well. Uh, a lot of it's contributed to Edgar Wright kind of overseeing everything, but those two, without those two people working together in tandem, I think this movie is definitely a lower B movie. That's kind of forgettable. Like you were saying, uh, but Edgar Wright definitely is one of the most valuable players in this film. Uh, how about the least valuable player? The person that is absolutely uh, not so good. Is it teenage employees at a at an electronics store? Because their customer <laughs> service is not good. I, I God, I hated good. those kids. <laughs> um, man, that's tough. That is a tough one on this one. I think uh, I, I think I'll start it off. I think I will be going with the uh, teenage employees. Their, their work ethic is not that good. Sorry, people, if you're watching, and if your work ethic is great, awesome. Comment down below. Let me know. But <laughs> I think for uh, for me is those those these. Teenage employees in particular were just awful. They rather just, they don't want to be there. They're just collecting a paycheck. You know, they uh, they screw authority. They don't want to listen to Sean. I think those are my least valuable players in this movie. Um, this is actually like really, really obscure, but there's a running joke in the film that they always talk about a guy that's um, that gives uh, Ed information. His name is Big Al. Oh. And like the running joke is that, oh, Big Al says uh, the barkeep is North London Mafia. Oh, yeah. But Big Al also says dogs can't look up. And that joke just kills me every time they say it. And then when when Sean finally pulls the dart out of his head and he's like, OK, all right, Ed, you're right. But dogs can look up. And I just feel like Big Al, you're the least valuable player. Why would you think dogs can't like their head up i just yeah i don't get it <laughs> so. he could also be the biggest the best minor character of the movie too because he's such a minor character we don't even see him on screen but he gets all these little tablets of information it's a big owl yeah, there we go yeah. uh okay let's see here uh, i asked ryan last time he was on my last guest on hot fuzz make sure you check out the review right above our heads right there uh how would you rank the edgar wright movies um obviously Shaun of the dead is up there now uh, he's got uh I'm not really including the Sparks Brothers because that one just came out recently. That's the documentary, but out of his, his main original movies that he's made, which how would you rank them as of now? Well, to be honest, my one and two flip flop almost like every so many months, depending on which movie I just recently watched. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I flip flop between. So for as of right now, I'll go Shaun of the Dead one, 
Scott Pilgrim versus the World 2, Hot Fuzz 3, um, Baby Driver 4, and then the bottom for me is At World's End. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that one, like, it's funny, but honestly, I got to rewatch it. I wasn't crazy about it, honestly, when it first came out. It was okay yeah. compared to, like, Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that. Yeah, that's the one that I I, I haven't – I've only watched the one time. And I wasn't a huge fan of it, so it will be interesting to go back and rewatch that one for this journey to see if it changed my mind on this one. But, yeah, Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim are my kind of two favorite. I'm not going to spoil my ranking yet because that's going to come when we're rewatching them. But I, – I, I really appreciate you, you taking some time and talking. Shaun of the Dead one of your favorite uh, Edgar Wright movies and uh, getting nerdy with me on this uh, zombie romantic comedy. So, Yeah, no, man, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite things. And also one real quick thing. Absolutely. Um, shouts out to like British, like, because British like uh, slang and British like speak is obviously different from how we speak or how Canadians speak. And there's just like little details like when they when the phone's busy, they call it engaged. <laughs> yeah that's and then it's like oh uh, i'm calling liz and then he's like damn it's engaged and then ed's like oh well that was quick like you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like those little details like it's like it would only make sense in a british film you know stuff like that or like oh, you got red on you like you know yeah. you would never say that like if it was me i'd be like dude you got blood in your shirt like yeah but the fact that they say like oh you got red on you like it's like a, that's such a british way to say it you know so yeah I, just, I love those little british humor is awesome you know so yeah it's very that's very under uh underrated uh, little comedic moments is like the verbiage that he that doesn't mean something different than uh, over overseas which is it's, it's awesome I, lo I love how it transitions so anyway uh we're one quick last time where can we find you on youtube social media and all that jazz we can follow you down below so yeah you can find uh my podcast at the suit up geeks on twitter you can also find us on youtube um the suit up geeks as well I'm on Twitter at Marcellus Durden. I'm a proud member of Geekly Goods. Please go ahead and give them a like and follow as well. Um, once again, Adam, it's a pleasure. I love talking cinema, especially fantastic British cinema like Edgar <laughs> Wright delivers. So I cannot wait for last night in Soho. I'm so excited. Yeah, so excited. That's why I was like, I want to go back and rewatch his movies to lead up to that one because that one's going to be a fun time. I'm going into it completely blind. Have not watched the trailer and I will close my eyes if it comes on the big screen i would i will walk out of the previews if it happens i'm, I'm going blind on that one so i respect that i do that as well i'm trying to do that for shang chi Shang Chi, yeah good call man it was crazy when hulk should no, i'm just kidding just kidding just, <laughs> so up. i was just kidding anyway no yeah that i, I do that every couple uh every couple years uh, every year i like i did that with once upon a time in hollywood i uh did that and i was able to survive that and also the hateful eight too so those are some movies that recently i've done and the revenant i think those are the ones i've the big ones i've done nice. and it was a challenge but i, I got it done anyway all right guys well my name is adam with the almost sideways podcast you can check our podcast all those links will down, be down in the show notes down below make sure you also subscribe here on youtube so that we so you can stay up to date and join that movie conversation again thank you so much look out for other spielberg reviews edgar wright movies deep dives conversations a lot of fun stuff we have a criterion uh, reviews coming out with our guy zach nicholas cage reviews with a guy todd a lot of fun conversation here to be had on almost cybers and also suit of geeks check us out both out subscribe anyway talk movies we'll see you later